Hello and welcome to the Durham Community Action Podcast. This episode is celebrating Village Halls Week, a national campaign that shines a spotlight on the contribution village halls make to their communities. This year's campaign has a focus on how village halls can provide warm, welcoming and inclusive spaces, something which is especially important as the country faces a cost of living crisis. In this episode, you'll be introduced to Naomi Stevens from County Durham Community Foundation as we discuss their Warm Spaces Fund, and Lynn from Fishburn Youth and Community Centre, who talks about how beneficial the fund has been to help their centre and local community. In response to the cost of living crisis, County Durham Community Foundation, along with Durham County Council, launched their Warm Spaces Fund to help community groups who will be open this winter for people to access a warm space. Here is Naomi from County Durham Community Foundation to tell us more. I am the Senior Fund Manager at County Durham Community Foundation. We've got a team of us who look after various grant funding programmes and different funds that people have with us, people from the local area who want to support the local area. So we are all about fighting poverty and enriching lives and supporting communities to do that through funding. And that funding comes from lots of different sources, but a lot of it is local people or people with connections to the local area who want to support this area that they know and love, to do that through financial giving to charities, organisations, individuals. So we facilitate that process for people that the county, the wider northeast, support all the amazing work that is going on. How did the Warm Spaces Fund come about? It was a discussion between ourselves and Durham County Council and other people, Durham Community Action, who basically could see, you know, the, the struggles that people were facing in terms of those high energy bills for their homes and people choosing not to turn the heating on or not being able to turn the heating on. And knowing that there's a, an amazing network of community centres and community groups of all different shapes and sizes who are always there ready to step up to support their local community. They were making plans to open spaces where people could come and be warm, whether that's just sort of a a bit of a a community centre or kind of extending an existing activity so that people could come and sit with a cup of tea or coffee, read a newspaper, meet others and just stay a bit warmer over the, the cold months. So we knew kind of that was going on. There was definitely a real keenness to support those community centres and community groups who were going to be doing that and would would encounter a cost themselves obviously their energy bills are are high as well. So the idea came about of kind of supporting that rich network of things that were going to be happening all over and uh, just supporting them to help with their financial costs through a Warm Spaces grant. Can you explain a bit more about the grant itself and like a bit about the charter and how people can get involved? Absolutely. So the grant is for £1,000. People can apply online via our website and that £1,000 can be used for um, covering things like energy bills or room hire or the costs of tea and coffee that are being supplied. Maybe there's some a few activities that people are putting on if, if people want to join in or some newspapers and books and things if people want to read that. So it's to cover those those bits and pieces, the costs of, of running a warm space. So yeah, all groups who receive funding sign up and agree to follow a charter. That charter says things like that the space will be warm and friendly, that there will be no charge for people to access a warm space. There won't be a charge for hot drinks, that those will be free because they are covered by the grant. 
and that there'd be somebody there on hand to, to help people should they need it, and that there also uh, be information available to people who attend a warm space on where they can seek further help and support. And that is information that can be provided by Durham County Council in leaflet form. Groups running a warm space aren't expected to have kind of a, a team of people fully trained in benefit advice or anything like that. Something as simple as a table with some leaflets and posters uh, signing, posting people on to, to further help. Something as simple as that can make a, a real difference. So, so that's the charter. Like I say, people can apply for funding for our website or if they don't want the funding, if that's not something they need, they can contact Durham County Council directly. Just sign up to that charter. So they are still part of the Warm Spaces Network and they can display that and they can share their, their opening details on uh, Durham County Council's Locate website, which has a list of all the different places where people can go um, and find their local warm space. Fishburn Youth and Community Centre recently benefited from the Warm Spaces grant. Here is Lynn from the centre to tell us more about how the Warm Spaces Fund has made a real impact to the people in their local community. So we're based over in Fishburn, which is a former mine and village. Our centre is very busy, thankfully. We've got great community support here and we do everything from meal deliveries to dog training, youth club, more or less anything that our community asks for, we try to find the funding to run the projects that they would like. And can you talk to me a bit about the Warm Spaces scheme and how the grant has helped your centre? Warm Spaces came about really when our regular users that come into the centre voiced their concerns and you know just how much the cost of fuel and food had gone up and how concerned they were about it all so fortunately uh, we were able to have a grant to help with this so we had quite a lot of money from the lottery community fund and an extra one thousand pounds from county general community foundation so that's enabled us to do all sorts so obviously it's helped toward the utilities which is huge so the heating's on all of the time in here so on a tuesday now we do in soup and a roll for a pound and wednesday thursday friday we do a, a two-course hot meal anyway so that can be the dining here or delivered whichever our customers prefer and we deliver in fishburn and sedgley the funding also helped us help our youth service so we've got a designated youth service so there's some type of food each evening that it's open. Mondays now is a, a pizza evening and we swap things around Fridays, paninis and toasties. And Wednesday, we've got a cookery teacher and she, in groups of five children, teaches them to make a particular meal, then gives them the recipe card and ingredients to take home to replicate that with their family. That's a lovely project. And thanks to Lottery, that will run the rest of the year. What sort of impact has it had to the local community with the Warm Spaces grant? Oh, huge. We actually featured on Look North a few weeks ago as part of their Warm Spaces. And there was one particular lady that we have, she's 85. And, you know, she said herself she's not switching her own heating on until half past six, six o'clock on an evening, just to save money. I think they're so, so worried that it's going to cost even more than it really does that they, they're not putting heat, you know. But at least if they've got here, 
five days a week, you know, they can come along, have hot drinks and sit and chat the world's rights in the war. You can find out more information about the Warm Spaces Fund and Charter by visiting the links in this podcast description or by emailing a member of the CDCF grants team on info at cdcf.org.uk. As we come to the end of our seventh episode of the Durham Community Action Podcast, I'd like to remind you that this podcast is not just for you, it's about you. Feed your ideas for future episodes by emailing katie.baggett at durhamcommunityaction.org.uk. Until then, join us on our social media pages at durhamcomaction to keep updated. Subscribe to our podcast through your favourite podcast service such as Apple or Spotify and we'll see you next time.